Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners. With prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that. Make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house is right now. I mean, this, this process out here in Colorado, it's nuts. The housing market, it's also nuts. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress. Just take some of that worry off your plate. They are proud DNVR members. They're CSU alum. They work nights. They work weekends. And ultimately, their goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind, with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. As I said, they are DNVR members, and they have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. Go to dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Or one last time, go to dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 191-0631. All right, guys, it's, it's been kind of a crazy day for me. I was on the road traveling with poor service for most of it. Did have a chance to get a write-up on Freddie Banks up. If you are unfamiliar, Freddie Banks, current Montana State defensive coordinator, reportedly, according to Football Scoop, the, uh, the next defensive coordinator of the Colorado State Rams, I have also been told by an inside source that uh, Banks is the guy. I almost tweeted it the other day, actually. You know, I had it all ready to go. Ultimately decided, you know, I'd I'd rather just be correct. You know, being right is so much better than being first. But I I have been told that as well. I I did some research on him and kind of just dove into his history and, and a couple of things that stand out. And again, I encourage you to go check out what I wrote on him, especially, you know, if you want to get into some of the juicy stuff, you know, one, it stands out that he has been able to so quickly shoot up the coaching ranks. I mean, basically going from a player to position coach to a defensive coordinator in about a decade's time, you know, usually it it takes longer than that. As a player started his career at division two, Mercyhurst ultimately transferred to North Dakota state he was a corner for the Bison in 2008, 2009, and 2010. 
as a senior competed in the FCS playoffs. So, you know, kind of played for him right before that dominant run started. Um, as a coach, he has worked for Midwestern State. Stephen F. Austin worked briefly as a high school coach in Louisiana, then was at Red River at Minnesota State Moorhead. That is a crazy coaching name. Ultimately coached defensive backs under Jay Norvell at Nevada in 2020. That's where the, the connection comes from. So he does have, you know, ties to Norvell, has already coached in the Mountain West, you know, familiar with those recruiting regions. We can kind of talk about that here in a second. But ultimately where he's kind of started to make a name for himself is, is this year as the defensive coordinator slash defensive backs coach at Montana State under Brent Viggen. Montana State, they are currently competing for the FCS National Championship. They will play North Dakota State on January 8th. They're coming off of a semifinal victory over South Dakota State. You know, the uh, the same South Dakota State that came into Fort Collins and and just completely punched CSU in the mouth. Still one of the more embarrassing moments of the season. I know that they're a really good team, and I know that they competed really well. And, you know, all of that, and I like they genuinely are such a better football program than the most people realize. But it wasn't the fact that they lost to an FCS team. It was it was the way they just completely got dominated in the trenches. And one of the things that really stands out to me, at least, you know, on paper, I'm going to have to go back and, and watch these games again. I did watch Montana State Wyoming live, and I did see some of the Montana State uh, South Dakota State game in the FCS playoffs last weekend, but need to rewatch them. Diving into the numbers, the, the common opponents that both of these teams played, Montana State and CSU, you know, Montana State's defense, they're really, really impressive in both of those matchups. In week one, they actually opened the season in Laramie. Viggen, you know, the former Wyoming offensive coordinator, he goes to Laramie for the game against Craig Bull. They had a chance to win that. I mean, they scored the go-ahead touchdown with 2.17 to go. Sean Chambers in Wyoming, you know, they kind of found a way to pull that game out of their ass in the end with a two-minute drill touchdown, you know, at the end. But Montana State, I mean, they only allowed Wyoming to score two touchdowns. This year, they only allowed 13.3, 13.43 points per game. Only allowed Wyoming to score twice. They did allow the the game-winning touchdown. So, I mean, if you want to nitpick, you can obviously look at that. But, you know, that, that border war was such a frustrating game for CSU. You know, they gave up 22 first downs, 385 rushing yards on 6.8 yards per attempt pair of rushing touchdowns comparatively you know montana state they only allowed 151 rushing yards and 3.5 yards per attempt so i'll say that again montana state they held wyoming to 151 yards on the ground at 3.5 yards a pop only one rushing touchdown you know that's the game opener against a former bowl coach all the energy in the stadium they've got validate coming back chambers coming back there was a lot of hype going into that game in montana state they really you know, brought some fight to Wyoming. Didn't pull off the upset, but it was kind of a, an indicator of what was to come. I mean, both of those teams, South Dakota State and Montana State, very talented. On Both of them made it to the semifinals in the FCS. Then uh, Montana State beat South Dakota State in the semifinal with 31-17. to 17. You know, looking at, at that one, it was, it was very similar. You know, they were much more stout in the trenches against the Jackrabbits than CSU was. They did allow the same amount of first downs, 22, which is a lot. Also allowed 13.7 yards per completion, 315 passing yards in that one. So did give up some some you know yards through the air, but only 124 yards on the ground, only 3.8 yards per attempt. 
Comparatively, CSU gave up 240 on the ground, 7.1 yards per attempt, and four rushing touchdowns. Every single game is different. And so it kind of makes, you know, the direct game-to-game comparison, it makes it a little wonky. I mean, when you play a team matters. You know, injury status matters. I'm a big believer in momentum. So, I mean, if you play a team when they're at their worst, it's, it's, you know, it's a little bit different than when you play them at their best. I get that you have to consider all of that, and these comparisons aren't perfect, but the fact that you can look at two teams that just completely, completely dominated the Rams in the trenches, you know, start to finish eight quarters of football where CSU basically just got manhandled, but, you know, the Jackrabbits are an electric offense. Wyoming is not. But, you know, they got manhandled in both of them. And then you look at what Montana State was able to do, and it's pretty impressive. I mean, his resume on paper is, is pretty impressive. And so I think there's there's reason to be intrigued and excited about the possibility here. It's, you know, way too early to, to celebrate or start planning for the return of the, the bronze boot or anything like that. And I, I don't think, you know, saying against common opponents, CSU was 0-2, Montana State, they were one and one. Therefore, you know, CSU is automatically going to be better off, you know, just because of that and that alone. But it does, you know, kind of give you a, a positive indicator of, you know, what he's been able to establish out there. And the other thing that, that really stands out to me, and, and I sympathize for the Bobcat fans here, obviously they're having a really special season. The FCS typically, at least in my experience, maybe I'm speaking ignorantly here. I didn't look up the numbers to back it up or anything like that, but you know, it, it seems like the flashy offense is kind of what it's known for. You know, the teams like North Dakota State, South Dakota State, dropping 50 in the Fargo Dome or, or something like that. And Montana State, they've really just been able to go on this super impressive run. And it's it's really been defensively led. And the Bobcat fans are, are pretty disappointed. I had, you know, three or four different people tweet at me basically being like, oh, man, like, stay away from our coaching staff. We love these defensive coaches. You know, I hate this news. We don't want to see him go. And. You know, Ram fans have been in that position. I talked about Jim McElwain on the last podcast and how gut-wrenching it was, you know, to lose him. And, you know, CSU fans, they know what it's like to lose even a really good position coach, you know, losing somebody like Alvis Witted. It's it's a big-time blow to the program. But just the fact that Montana State fans are are really upset to see him go, that's that's positive for CSU. I mean, I I hate to bring it up. You know, I'm not trying to dance on anybody's graves or anything like that. But I think back to when Steve Adazio was hired and just the reaction from Boston College fans where it's basically like, Ugh, good luck, we'll see, you know, I mean, we're, we're glad we don't have any, any more, that's for sure. That's never the reaction you want to have. And I, I saw a very similar reaction uh, with Sanford, the, the Buffs' recent hire at offensive coordinator. They brought him in after Minnesota left them and basically all the Gophers fans are, you know, tweeting s- stuff like, you know, do you guys even have the Big Ten Network? Did you watch us? Our offense was terrible. I mean, the offense for Minnesota definitely really uninspired. I mean, it's ground and pound, very old school football, similar to Adazio, I guess, in, in you know, some ways. Very Big Ten-oriented football. You know, it, it reminds me of what you'd see Wisconsin run or, you know, really what Bud Meyer was brought in here to do. But he was probably even more aggressive than Sanford. Um Anyways, I just I, I think it's a positive thing for CSU fans that Montana State fans they're not you know sitting there being like hey you know thanks for taking him we're, we're glad to see him go it's a situation where they're bummed he's clearly built a really stout defense out there and done it in a short time and 
the fact that he's been able to shoot up the coaching ranks again so quickly, I, I, I think that's very impressive. All right, let's, let's move on. Let's transition into a little bit of hoops talk. CSU men's basketball continues to make history, continues to jump the AP ranks. Talk about that here in just a sec. But it's Christmas time, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, has a gift that will certainly put you in the holiday spirit. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team and win 100 in free bets if they're victorious. It's a great way to put some extra jingle in your pocket this holiday season. Don't worry, if you're a current customer, you can get in the Christmas spirit with DraftKings Sportsbook as well. With the holiday free bet surprise, everyone will get a free bet up to $50 instantly as DraftKings gives away up to $10 million in prizes. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNBR. Bet $5 on any NBA team. Win $150 in free bets if they're victorious. That promo code DNVR this Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Of course, we also have to shout out our friends over at Snooze Sleep and the Snooze Flip mattress. The Snooze Flip is one of the most universal mattresses on the planet. No joke, you can customize your sleep experience to fit your needs. One side is soft, one side is firm. You can flip it to the side that fits your body best. The cover is also reversible with one side up to 5 degrees cooler and cozy warm on the other side. The zippable cover makes the Snooze Flip a true 4-in-1 mattress. Snooze Flip is the only 4-in-1 mattress with these exact features. Don't stress shopping through hundreds of beds online. Snooze Flip has all that you need. On top of that, they'll deliver it straight to your door, and you can be sleeping in that bed the same day as delivery because their beds expand faster than most. The, The really cool thing about the Snooze Sleep community is that it is a community, you know, it's just like DNVR, no exaggeration, a community of go-getters, hustlers, athletes, entrepreneurs, the people who need to energize their bodies so they can wake, wake up feeling amazing the next day and conquer their biggest dreams and goals. Snoo Sleep is Colorado-based. We know how much everybody loves to support local. The thing is, while Snooze is made by Colorado, it's designed for the world. Take advantage of the new Snooze Flip mattress, get it delivered straight to your door, they're going to hook you up. When you use the code DNVR, you're going to get $250 off a mattress, $250 off the adjustable base as well. That's $500 in savings on a queen mattress, guys. You can get up to $1,000 in savings on the dual split king. $1,000. I mean, think of what you can buy with $1,000 that you're saving just by shopping with our friends over at Snooze Sleep. Head to snoozesleep.com. Use that code DNVR to get your mattress delivered straight to your door. Happy sleeping and recovery, fam. All right. Another nice day for CSU men's basketball in the AP poll. You know, I was I was curious as well. Was, you know, were they, they going to use the, the missed games against CSU or anything like that? No, the Rams actually move up two spots without playing. They are now number 21 in the AP poll, number 21 in the coaches poll as well. That, uh, that 21 ranking in the AP poll is the highest since 1953, now edging closer and closer to number 18, which is obviously the highest that CSU has ever been ranked, and, and that was back in that 1953 season. I mean, that's kind of on par for, for the course of this team. I mean, they, they just 
they do what most teams in CSU men's basketball history have not been able to. I mean, they win these preseason tournaments. Last year, they won the most Mountain West games ever. This year, assuming, you know, we don't get screwed by COVID or anything like that, they're, you know, probably going to make the NCAA tournament, maybe even make some noise there. I mean, there's just so many things that separate this group and the fact that they continue to climb the polls and continue to get the the national respect that they deserve is awesome. And I, I really hope that at some point this year, they surpass that 18, you know, it'd be really cool to be a top 15 team. Like as cool as it is to be a top 25 team, being a top 15 team carries a, you know, just a little bit more cachet and it's possible. I mean, you don't have to worry about quite the same politics. Obviously you're always going to have to deal with inherent biases and, and the fact that, you know, it's, it's just harder to gain respect as a non-power six team in, in college basketball, but it's not like the college football playoff system or anything like that. I mean, Nevada, they got up to number six, you know, a couple of years ago. I remember when they came to town, that was that was crazy to see. They were like the highest ranked team to come to Moby Arena. It might have even been ever, but it was, you know, in, in some absurd amount of time. The point is, you know, when you go out and earn it, you can get that respect in the Mountain West. And it's it's clear that CSU is a team that on a, on a national level is, is viewed as one of the legitimate, you know, college basketball programs in the country at the moment. It's, it's just a huge testament to everything that Nico Medved and these coaches have accomplished. You know, it's, it's cool to see Iowa State and Minnesota succeeding as well. You know, I got nothing but good things to say about, you know, J.R. Blunt and Dave Thorson and obviously Ali Farouk-Manesh still in town. All of these guys, they've, they've played just such a big factor in, in the ascension of this program and I just hope CSU fans don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. You know, I I think it's easy to just get caught up in it. You know, we see it with winning programs all the time. You know, your expectations shift, and then you know, all of a sudden, you lose one game, and you know, people start to get real nasty, or you know, these oh, see, they're frauds. You know, we knew it. I, I hope to not see any of that this year because with the with the sample size we've seen at this point, it's clear that this is a top twenty five team. You know, like weird stuff can happen on any given night, but you let this team play 10 games. They're going to win eight or nine of them, if not all 10. It's just a special group of players. It's a special team. And we're in a very unique season. I mean, I know all the COVID stuff is, is super unfortunate, but just the talent that this group has, what we've already seen in terms of beating down Creighton, an impressive win against Oral Roberts and, and St. Mary's and Mississippi State. This is what it's all about, you know, the journey. You ha- you just you have to be able to appreciate it. Yes, you want to go far. Yes, you want to win the Mountain West. You want to make the NCAA tournament and win some games, you know, if, if they this team just makes the tournament and, and gets blown out, you know, in the first game. That would definitely be disappointing. But at the same time, it, it wouldn't change, you know, everything that they've already accomplished and, you know, the, the standard that they've set at this point. It's just it's clear that this program is, is in the best position that it's been in since the fifties. I mean, I, I know that like things were really good at the end of the 10 miles era, but it, it took, you know, quite some time to get there and that's no shot at him or anything like that. They, they had to rebuild this thing from the ground up and I mean, really you can make a similar argument that Medved had to rebuild it again for a second time, but you know, he had a better idea of, of how to do it. I just think that, I just think that Ram fans and and really sports fans as a whole, sometimes we can get too caught up in in the emotion and especially like in the, in the bad moments, you know, I don't know. I just, I have a feeling that there's going to be a tough loss and then we're going to kind of see, you know, the ugly side of the fans at some point, but that's just part of sports. I guess my, 
my long-winded point here is just enjoy the journey because seasons like this, they, they don't come along very often. And assuming, you know, that we're able to do so safely, I hope to see Moby rocking for every single home game for the rest of the season. I mean, it, it just, this team deserves it. And it, it's such a unique situation. It's so cool to see them ranked again. It's so cool to see them continue to break history and, and represent the brand so well, because, you know, let's face it, it's, it's been a lot of CSU being the butt of jokes and, you know, memes and, and all that on basketball and, and football for, for, you know, a decent amount of time now. So it's just what Medved has, has been able to do these last couple of years is, is extraordinary. And I hope they can keep that dude in Fort Collins for as long as possible, man, back up the, back up the truck, give him the cash, whatever it takes. I just, I think, you know, with the right leadership, this really could be a sleeping giant. You know, why couldn't CSU be a program that goes on to be the next, you know, mid-major? We see San Diego State on a yearly basis compete like this. It's it's just all about having the right infrastructure. Obviously, you know, I'll, I'll continue to create as much content about this team as I, as I possibly can. I, I sure hope we get an opportunity to see them on the court again real soon. No word yet on that New Mexico game. It does sound like New Mexico is starting to uh, push for proof of vaccination for attendance. So if you are planning on going to that New Mexico game, probably going to have to be fully vaccinated. Uh, just a heads up for everyone out there. Um, really, really looking forward to it. I will have content throughout the week. Briefly mention this on Saturday night. I am out of town. I drove to Cedar Edge today with uh, the girlfriend, her family, our dog. It was long, long, long day. It's going to be a fun week though. Really looking forward to spending some time, you know, with loved ones and you know, doing some hiking and all that, but I will still have content. So, you know, if you have something you want me to dive into, you know, tweet it at me at this point, a little bit of a lull, you know, we're kind of in between the peaks in terms of recruiting season, you know, talked about the staff hire today. We'll talk about the defensive staff as that fills out and, and all of that. And, and then we'll continue to uh, monitor the transfer portal. That's probably what I'm going to do tomorrow's episode on. I know I keep teasing this and I haven't done it yet. I have a whole list compiled of the the transfers that have elected to leave CSU going back to the start of the 2021 season. And then, you know, I also have a list of the guys that have come in. So it's just kind of a, a coming and going, a, going to be a lot of change in this program in the next year or so. So uh, buckle up, you know, it's going to be a lot to follow. Thank you to everybody that continues to support the content. Please become a member. Um, I love the podcast. They're fun. So much fun, but at heart, I still feel like I'm a writer and I feel like my best work tends to be uh, written. But, you know, whatever you want me to talk about, dive, I will dive into it. Shout out to all of you. Happy holidays, everyone. Stay safe. Thank you.